He's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. And we're kind of back with our wrap wrap up recap of WrestleMania weekend. As you can see, there's only two boxes. And Dennis? as you can, and if you hear, which it sounds funny because on the audio end of our podcast, it's like the most educated feet, the professor and Bobby Fish. No, Bobby, we don't know where Bobby is. We're going barefoot this week. Yeah, we're we're, ba- we're yeah. I don't know what that means, but sure. Well, he's got the most educated feet. We're taking a shoe off. We're barefoot okay, now. I, I get it. Well, I think his educated feet are barefoot too, because you know if he does like karate, whatever he does, taekwondo. Ta- I don't think he does taekwondo. I think it's Not like Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Bless you. You're welcome. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Other the Podcast, minus Bobby Jackfish, who the, the guy. Like it's his podcast, and the Demi Boys are doing this one. This is new. Territory, boys and girls. He, he may pop up in the show. We don't know. We We're legit hoping. don't know. He's out that, there and yonder. Well, it's and it's weird. Um, just a, just a real quick backstory. About 15 minutes before we started, we were supposed to start recording the show. Bobby asked us what time in our group text, and then we told him, and he said okay, and we sat and waited, and Bobby never came on. So. The Demi Boys made a, an executive decision on someone else's podcast to, to just record our own episode. To go live. So Not hopefully, live, but kind of live. Hopefully Bobby's okay uh, and, and does join us at some point in this episode. If you're on the audio end, allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Demi Boy Dennis. Demi um, Boy Frank is taking a drink of water right on time. Like, like so, so I do? Clear my throat? It's going to be a Frank, long one? That, like a true professional, as I'm having him introduce himself, he takes a swig. Love that. So I guess we jump into it, dude. I mean, we we recapped night one of WrestleMania. Uh, night two has come and gone. And wow. About just wow. We can jump around a little bit. Um, I would give the MVP and all Bobby likes getting MVPs out. I'm going to give the MVP to Mr. Snoop Doggy Dog. You're giving your MVP to Snoop in the worst possible people's elbow he could possibly do. Well, Shane McMahon came in. It was supposed to be Shane versus The Miz. And Shane tore his quad, I believe. Yeah, on the the leapfrog. Couldn't go anymore. So on live streaming... They called the audible and they had and it was seamless. Snoop Dogg dropped the Snoop the Snoop elbow. Yes, it, it, it looked terrible. It wasn't that good, but hell, it was it live and they had to do something. Snoop's not a wrestler. He threw that right cross though. Took down the Miz. He did, like, dude. Like how how far has the Miz fallen? That the Miz is jobbing to Pat McAfee, and then Shane, and now Snoop. Like, and then he comes back on Monday night and loses the riddle. Yeah, and gets well. He got at least he got something off on Riddle, and then and then you know it was a little bit. I don't want to get into too much into Monday Night Raw yet, but it really looked weird. 
with Riddle because it was it lit. I mean, I know Bobby says all the time, you know, like we're play fighting in our underwear. Riddle literally looked like he was wearing his underwear. He may have been <laughs> that that may have been his shoot underwear. Like it was like he had on his purple underwear, no shoes, no shirt, nothing. I was like, what is happening? But anyway, so Frank Frank gives out the MVP to uh to Snoop. I, go to, I had to go to Snoop Dogg. I mean, that's for for him to call the all that him to call the audible, but to perform the audible in that situation, yeah. I give him credit for that. Yeah, it was that was good. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Let's start with Brock and Omos. Were you feeling it? Uh not really. Yeah, I mean, um, I knew that was coming because as soon as you hesitated, it was like <laughs> Omos reminds me of a '90s wrestler. There's a big guy back in the '90s. Eligante, I think his name was, and it was very uncoordinated. And he just didn't look good. Omos Connery. Is that the guy that wore like the bodysuit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking Omos about. Omos kind of reminds me of that guy. And I have a hard time him just blowing up, blowing away Brock Lesnar. I'm a, I'm a Brock fan. I think Brock's good. Yeah. Uh, same. It was, it was weird. Um, I wasn't really surprised that Brock won, but. I thought if they're really trying to push Omos as like the new giant in the WWE, maybe should have taken more than one F5 to beat him. Yeah, true. Very true. You know, if you're going to put him over, give him that rub of, yeah. Like, I get it. I get that it's Brock Lesnar, but like Lesnar had to hit Taker with like seven. And that was, and that was old Taker. We're not talking like prime run Taker. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's had to hit Cena with multiple. He's had to hit other dudes. The big, I think he had to hit the big show with more than one, I would yes. assume. So Omos, you know, losing to one F5 kind of, I went, mm, unless they were close to time, which is the only thing I could think of. I just think Omos gets lost. I don't, where do you go from here with Omos? I mean, what is he? He didn't I, beat, he didn't beat Brock. He looked okay. He, he threw him around a few times. I wasn't a- Omos to me is that 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 quintessential WWE huge guy that I think they put him in there, he throws dudes around, and that's it. But I, he's still I think he's still too green to really be getting the push that big. And that, take that for what it's worth, because I have absolutely no experience in the business whatsoever. So. I think he should have spent some time in uh, NXT to develop some chops. Yeah. Um, somebody made the comparison. Not made the comparison, but like Kevin Nash was a bodyguard. He made the transition right. to show up to um full time competitor, but he yeah. had a backstory of a WCW guy, so he had some stuff behind him. Yeah, it was a, he was trained. Yeah. He'd, he'd cut his teeth a little bit, you know. Omos just looks like big and and don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm looking to step in the ring like I could do it. But I think I think you could take him. Uh, I, okay, I don't think I could take. I don't think I could take Hornswoggle, let alone Omos. <laughs> Not in wrestling. Listen, I maybe in some some other form, I might be able to beat Hornswoggle in like a home run derby. I think we can make that happen. A home run der- like a like a Demi Boy Dennis and Hornswoggle home run derby at Joe Bruno Stadium in here in Albany. We can do that. I'm sure. thinking maybe you maybe you and uh, Omos. They're coming here in May. We'll get uh, we'll get you know the colony baseball field or something. You can <laughs> jack some out of that park. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, anywho, let's get back to let's get back. All to right, Ew, no, we're back. Wow, 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 wow. I would give that match three stars. Yeah, I mean, it was it started out kind of fast. Omos, you know, I I wasn't surprised. I will, oh, no, don't get me wrong, I was surprised that Brock was able to German suplex Omos be, just because of his sheer size. And that's the other thing. Those German suplexes, it looked like Brock was laboring to get him up. I get he's a big guy, but you got there's got to be some give and take. There's got to well, be, hey. I almost, but I almost wonder if that was part of the sell on that, though, because Omos went to work on his lower back. So that was Possibly. part of it. The, because the first time Brock tried to put him up for the F5, he kind of collapsed and – it was part of the story of the match where you know he was like Omos was beating the shit out of his kidneys. So that makes sense. Makes sense. That's how that's how I took it anyway. I, or it could have been he was just struggling to pick up that enormous human because he's seven whatever. I think he's seven eight. Seven eight. Yeah. Nine ten. Nine ten. Okay. Anyway, where are we going? What what do we got next? I'll play the role of Bobby in this one. All right, let's go with the old IC match, which was which was a literally a banger of a match. I mean, three guys literally just destroying each other. That match was, uh, first of all, from what I read on the internet, take it for what it's worth, um, they said that Abyss produced the match, which would, it was not surprising whatsoever watching the match. Um, that was, I know in our recap, that was all of our kind of like, the one we were looking forward to when we did the mm-hmm. night one and talk, we did a little preview of night two. I thought the match was great. Um, uh, all of them left with extremely red chests. Um, I'm pretty sure they were all bleeding from the chest because of the chops. At one point, Seamus was, Seamus was uh, bleeding. She, from did the you just sh- call him Seamus? I did, I did. Seamus. Seamus. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm not here to big fan of the show. Oh, is that that's the rumor on the street? That's Dave Meltzer reported that. Dave Meltzer, there's a reliable source. <laughs> Jesus, now look at us throwing throwing shade at people in the industry. Throwing dirt at the dirt boys. Yeah. The, the demi boys are trying to get heat with other people in the business. <laughs> look at us. But no, I thought I dude, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Gunther retained. Um, I thought it was a, it was a def, it was a solid match, but I mean, it was stiff, you know, and we knew that it was going to be, or snug as we like to say. Um, but I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Love that th- from start to finish, love the storytelling, love the brutality, love the, you know, when you're watching something, you always want to have that, uh, man, is that real or not? Are they really, is that, I still like see that. And yeah, that's they what they're really fighting. They really laid it down. But yeah. that, that was, I would give that one 4.9. Wow. Are we turning, this is like a fucking pizza review from the. I, Dave Poitnoy, so. I, I just, off the top of my head, we're, we're going to give him ratings now. We're point, apparently we're rating matches. We're rating matches. That's we're great. Throwing that dirt. Was that? We're, we're throwing dirt and rating matches. Look at us now. Look, see now, people are going to do ridiculous spots in their matches so they can get five stars from the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish, and get a W award. Oh, that is the most coveted present. That's the most coveted prize. I, it's listen. It's not the Universal Championship. 
It's not the undisputed championship. The most coveted title prize you can get in the world of professional wrestling is a Demi Award. You betcha. It's not you even a Slammy. Betcha. Like, we've surpassed the Slammies. Oh, we're, we're way past Slammies. We're going to get in so much trouble. Probably. <laughs> or but, or no, Buddha, I, Buddha. I'm just going to let Frank uh, handle all the, the match ratings. Um, but no, I I saw some people on the Twitterverse that were upset with, like, didn't like the way that the triple threat match went. I thought it was exactly what we thought it was going to be. What were some I, of the criticisms? I, I, A, I think people were upset that Gunther retained, which I'm like, why wouldn't he? They're obviously pushing him. Um, the dude lasted, what, an hour and ten minutes or an hour and five minutes in the Royal Rumble? Um do you I, think this is a broad question for you? Do you think it's a problem with today's wrestling fan? They don't. They just want the here and now. They don't look to have see what's happening four or five months from now. I'm. I, yeah. I, I'll answer that one before you even before you even finished. A hundred percent. I actually straight up tweeted last night. Um, now we'll get into what happened on Monday Night Raw, the Raw after Mania, a little bit later. But um, I tweeted something to the effect of. Y'all want long-term storytelling, and when you get it, you complain about it. Right. And, and you know, they want these storylines to, to be drawn out, although I don't hear many people complaining about the Bloodline storyline, which they, which you really don't have anything to complain about, I don't, regardless of how you feel about the, how Mania ended. Um, but they give it to us, and now you're complaining about it. And, and I think, yes, I think it's that short attention span that is kind of hurting part of the fan base. I mean, you gotta, gotta think too, the Twitter audience is a very small percentage of the fan base Mm -hmm. and it gets a lot of attention, but it's, it's a very small percentage. The people complaining, sorry, I got gas. Apparently I have, I have gas. Um, I think the people complaining and our friend Steve Fall actually just tweeted this not too long ago. The Twitter fans and the people upset, it's that's not the real world. That's a very that is a very small percentage. Um, you know, I know Bobby catches the shit on the internet, and uh I think it's it's unfortunate because that's such a small percentage of people who don't like Bobby or complain about Bobby. Or it's just the internet is not, and the internet's not real life. You know, those, no. I don't even know if the, like the internet trolls, when there's a promotion in their town, get off their ass and go to the show. Probably not. You know, they, they just, it's one of the things about the internet is that's, that's where people go to piss and moan is they go and they, they go to the internet. That's what they're there for. That's they come on there just to complain. Oh, that's my. Sorry, it wasn't Bobby. It was my dad texting me. How's his uh, was uh, parasailing, gliding, whatever he was doing? Oh, yeah, I didn't really read the text yet. I figured it was not. This isn't the appropriate time to start reading texts. Like, yeah, I mean, we're just we're just winging a podcast here. Uh, Maybe at some point we'll get the Bobby's phone. We'll go through all the texts he goes through the course of the day. And... I don't know. I'm just kind of hoping we hear from him at some point, even if it's before bed. Um, all right, so 4.9 stars you're given the Intercontinental triple threat match. Yes. All right, what are we, where are we, 
I, I mean, I'm the one that like kind of sent out the, the matches we should talk about, and I completely forgot what I said. Bianca, the Bianca match. Oh, Bianca and Asuka? Asuka. Dude, Bianca's strong as hell. Yes. Like, she is, she is, a, she is very, she is strong as hell. She, she picked Asuka up a couple of times, like deadlifted her, and it was like, whoa, wow. It was impressive. She's, you know, it was. She's impressive performer. Uh, I, was, I was impressed with the kids coming out and dancing too. I mean, that's, that was like right up my alley because I'm a dance dad. So if you why I don't know if you did it, but the post uh, mania press conference, the presser, Triple H, I think rep the rip said one of those girls, I don't know which one it was, I think it was the contortionist, her mother passed away that morning. Oh my god. And she still made it. She's her thing still was, you know, I want to be at Mania, my mom would want this type of stuff. So that was that's the good stuff. Not the good stuff, that's her you know what I mean. Right. No, I get it. But wow, I didn't I didn't know that. Um, I know that I had I had seen and slash heard that you know they were talked about. I saw them. Uh, I saw a clip. I think on TikTok backstage, and and Seth Rollins was like just as they were walking by, he was you guys stole the show? Y'all stole the show? You guys stole the show? So he was. He was oh, no kid, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was giving them major props. So, That's oh, by cool. the way, for those of you listening to us, we do have a TikTok. Look at that. We got a. I don't remember what the hell I called it, but give me a minute and I can look it up. Probably the undisputed TikTok. It is at Bobby Fish Undisputed Pod is what we called it. At Bobby Fish Undisputed Pod. So you can get clips of the show on our TikTok. Uh, yeah, we're on YouTube too. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. We're on channel. YouTube. We're on all major platforms. We're on the premier streaming network. Um, if you can Not find it. Not to disappoint anyone that's uh, watching this on the premier streaming network right now, and it's just you and I. Sorry, not sorry. The show must go on. If Vince McMahon was running this podcast, he said, boys, do what you, you do. do what, you got to do it. You got to go. And we're doing what we do. So, anyway, as we as we come back from the tangent, um, Oscar, Bianca, I know Bobby loved it. I know uh, his daughter probably loved it. So I thought it was a good match. Uh, I I don't think it was better than Rhea Charlotte, but it was still a good match for what. Good it match. Was. I would give it a uh, four six. Okay. Uh, I thought it was. It was good. It was. Uh, full disclosure, if I had to rate both nights, where I know we're going to get the other matches, night one was better. I'd give night one a four point nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I, I saw a lot of people saying how much better night one was than night two. And I don't think it was, I don't think night one was like head and shoulders better. No. I thought, you know, it it was better, but barely. Um, I think I the think, expectations were, were higher for night two than night one. Yes. I think that's what people were gravitating towards. Oh, I need to watch what night two, this, that other thing going to happen. Right. Yeah, I think uh yeah, and I and yeah, you're right. I mean, there was things night one that I liked better than night two. The showcase, the, the men's showcase case match was bananas. Uh, I watched the women's showcase match and it was good. It was definitely good, but it was just the showcasing that they did in the men's match was ridiculously above what they did for the women's match. Um, it was put together better. Yeah, I think there was just and again, I'm not taking anything away from 
either sure of them. Right? Sure, like, you know, sure, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's that's what I need to do is I need to make it sound like I'm putting down the women's division in the WWE. That that'll really get us over with the women that listen to the show. Both of them. And I'm not all two of them, yeah. My mom and yours. <laughs> she's she's listened to it. No, you know what's funny? Mine doesn't either. Dude, my mom does and listens to like almost everything I do. And she was like, Yeah, sorry, I can't get into that. <laughs> I think mom had the had the same reaction. Yeah, I'm not listening to that. Yeah, she was like, I, I'm just not interested in what you're talking about. But uh <laughs> so as a joke, um actually during COVID. I we did a cameo for her, and I had uh, Santino Morello do it. He did a, he did a great job, and he, he what did he say to her? Uh, you you had he goes you had a good run. Now my mom at the time was only sixty eight. <laughs> oh, but but this you had a good run. You had a good run. You had a good run. You you, wow. you did it. You did it. So yeah. now now the ongoing joke is every her birthday Santino Morello gives her a cameo. Nice, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. All right, so let's uh, let's keep All it moving. Right. Let's, let's uh, what are we? Hell in a Cell. I enjoy Hell in a Cell. I I thought it was great. I missed the beginning of it. I had some. I had to run out. Um, what the hell did I have? I had to go do something. Oh, I was because I was watching it at my girlfriend's house, and my I had my dog there because I don't live with my girlfriend as of yet. That's coming soon. Um, but I, my dog was being a pain in the ass, so I brought her back to my house because I didn't feel like dealing with it. Huh. Um. So, yeah, I did that. Um, but and then I got back, and the match had just started. But um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was exactly what a Hell in a Cell match should be. Although, from what I understand, none of the Brood showed up. No, but there was a lot of mentions of the Brood during the match. Like, they yeah. mentioned Christian. They mentioned Gangrel. And I think he came out to the Brood theme music that uh, segued into his current theme music so yeah, I, I actually i thought gangrel at the very least was going to be there obviously didn't as i know he was in la yeah i think he was probably doing one of the one of the cons or one of the events out there but he did not show up yeah and and the other understanding that i had was that uh tk had given christian the okay really i did not know that that was the rumor i heard and and granted again um internet is weird with that kind of stuff and when I read that, I was a little bit surprised to hear that because we know how that guy feels about WWE. So I was I was very surprised to hear that that was that permission was given. That is surprising. So I don't know how, so again, I don't know how true it was, but it, the match was fucking great. I thought um, the the ladder spot where he threw the ladder at Finn Balor and it. Gave him 14 staples. Oh, I that did. Was, That's the, that is the first time I have ever watched a match that they stopped and didn't call the match from the injury. I've seen shit like that where someone gets legitimately yeah. injured and they, you know, they throw up the X and fucking match is done because, you know, someone's hurt, hurt. Right. Um, but they said they numbed him and stapled his head ringside. Really? Yeah. I didn't know was, about the staple part. Holy cow. That was the delay. They 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 did all of that ringside. And then even with you know, and Finn losing is Finn losing. To his credit, he finishes that match with a that thing had to be like a six, seven, eight inch gash. 
he was dripping and dropping in not a good way. It was, no, it, was it, bad. it was it was bad. I mean, yeah, but, like once I saw the picture that he posted on Twitter, I was like, whoa, okay, that's awful. It was weird because I watched. I'm like, I don't think he did anything to himself. And then I'm watching it. They showed it back a couple times. I'm like, I think he just got colored the hard way, and he did. It was yeah, was dripping, dropping. Yeah, uh, I, they kept showing the replay, and I was I was trying real hard to find where he got how and where he got hit because and how he got hurt because he got his hands up like he protected yeah. himself, and then it just must have been. You know, the ladder was just big enough that when he put his hands up, it, you know, folded over his hands and hit him right on the top of the head. It was that was. And I'm wondering if that may, they cut that match shorter than it was supposed to be, knowing he had the gash and the height, I know, wearing that stuff, concussions, if they cut that one short a few minutes. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did for a number, you know, for obviously for the reasons you said, and on top, when you have a delay in the match, you, you, you're pressed for time anyway. So you're right. there's a pretty solid chance they went over on time because of it. So having to cut it short makes sense. I, and if you have a concussion or, you know, they need to make sure, you know, he's okay. Right, right. No, they, they, like they, really took, okay. all, they took all the precautions on, like, some other outfits that don't really do that kind of stuff. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. We're, we're... <laughs> Frank is Frank's the heat getter. He's the heat seeker out here. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play. You know, right down the middle to help us get some other guests on the show. <laughs> well, they come on. We can we can spar a little bit. We can duel. Have a verbal show. joust, if you will. I'm always thinking about the show. I would um, give that match a four point eight. Ooh. I I enjoy the Hell in the Cell. Yeah, and I like the fact that they brought back the original Hell in the Cell yes. or the original Cell. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that thing had pretty much everything except for the, you know, off the <laughs> off the top of the cage spot and thumbtacks and fire. Nah, nah, there was none of that. There was none of that, but it still delivered. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, they were they were they were pulling the chairs out. They were pulling the kendo sticks out. So there was some uh, some weaponry, if you will. How about uh, how about Edge finishing the match with a concerto? Surprisingly, he did that, considering what just happened with his head. I'm surprised yeah. they they kept that spot in there. Like, you know what? We're gonna keep doing the spot, if you have right. a concussion or not. Well, I mean, I feel like, and I, obviously, I, I don't speak from any experience. I just wanna I just wanna throw that out there again to the to the wonderful world of uh, Demipod listeners. I have no experience in the business whatsoever. I just watch it, and I happen to know a, a guy that's done it for 23 years. Um, but that that spot, to me, has always been... It's always looked devastating, but it's tip of the chair to tip of the chair. Right, right, right. So there just, is no... There's no head. Just involved. to get the noise factor in there. That yeah. they but, but there's also that little. You have to do that perfectly yeah. to not get the guy's head. Right. Well, and I, I mean, Edge can do what he can do to also overshoot. I mean, if you bang the chair off the mat, it's still going to get that loud, you know, right. chair bang. So if he, you know, but I, I don't know. But I'm, I, I agree. I mean, unless, unless they checked him ringside while they were doing what they had to do and they were you know he wasn't really showing any signs of a concussion which is possible true you know 
Although it seems like anytime anyone gets hit in the head now, they they have a concussion. They're, they're gone. They're gone. I mean, get them out of here. And I don't mean I don't just mean like you know sports entertainment because apparently we're not allowed to call it professional wrestling anymore. Um, <clears throat> sports entertainment, but in football, in the NFL, if you just touch somebody's head, you're right gone. Into right into the tent. Give him a tent. Check him out. Keep him out for five weeks. And I, you know, and you know what? It feels like we're trying to. <laughs> I feel like we're trying to bury CTE and head injuries. That's not what we're doing here, like at all. It's just. I, it, I mean, they, they are overly precautious, and I don't blame them for being that way. So well, I get it. the history and, yeah. you know, everything's going on. Yeah, I, I get it. It makes sense. I, I think protecting these guys, any all of them, all the athletes, protecting these guys is, uh, is clearly top priority, at least in most, uh, most, most situations. Uh, okay. So we've, we've heard from Bobby. It doesn't sound like he's going to make it on the pod today. Uh, so it looks like the Demi boys got this one. Um, listen, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you got to go without the main guy. We're, we're, we're carrying a little bit. We know we've got a lot on our shoulders this week. Hey, listen, it, this gives our this gives listeners too a chance to get to know us a little bit and, and figure out who we are. Tickle the ivories. What? Yeah. Sometimes you said, have you ever been checked for like, you know, head injuries? <laughs> you played football, I, like, I, you played football I, in high school. Here's a funny, uh, not a funny, but a interesting uh, kind of story. I think Bobby gave me my first concussion. Oh, excellent. I, I'm pretty confident when I say because he hits, he's a hard hitting individual, if you will. Yeah, no, he was, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, he, but we, uh, we digress. We digress. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so no, no, no professor tonight. By the way, uh, BobbyFishApparel.com. We have some uh, brand spanking new stuff coming out soon. I love the fact that you got it right this time. I'll give you props to that one. <laughs> the, um, I'm excited. We have a we have a limited edition undisputed podcast shirt coming out uh, re relatively soon. Uh, it's bobbyfishapparel.com. I mean, if you're looking for the Bobby Fish merch, that is our official merch site. Don't you, if you're getting it anywhere else, it's not official Bobby Fish merchandise. Fake, fake, fake. It is. It, you listen, and and it's, and the fact that bobbyfishapparel.com is extremely well priced stuff, and it's good shit. It's quality shit. I so. swear by it. I've got long sleeve shirts i got a fleece i got short the performance shirts fit like under armor shirts nice do yourself a favor go to the website buy some stuff christmas although it's not around the corner it's within earshot you know some people start buying gifts early on you know what so, easter sunday easter is a sunday for like a christian it people. is the easter bunny could drop off a a Bobby Fish t-shirt, an undisputed podcast t-shirt. We got kids apparel. We got hats. We got yeah. hats. Buy my hat. Get your kid a hat. But we do listen, we have we have children's apparel. A huge shout out to Elevation 10K, by the way, for helping us out with the merch. They 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 do it a fantastic job. I love the fact that you know most people don't realize this, but the three of us went to the same high school. Um and we because we never really talked about it. And Elevation 10K is a local company here where we're all from. I mean, Bobby lives in Florida now, but he's from 
the cat he's from Albany, New York. He's from the 518. Bobby Fish is from Albany, New York, where the fucking people apparently hate him. He's from the 518, baby. Listen, where's the lie? I will say the new limited edition shirt is has will have some garnet and gold in it. Oh, it's yeah, it's so yeah. It it's the, the shirts the shirts fire as the kids say the shirt is fire. Let's get back to mania. Nobody's li- like this. We just did a commercial like, <laughs> for ten minutes. We did a commercial for our own website. Um, let's jump. Let's get to the main event. I think that's where we're at anyway. Yes, sir. Um, it had everything you expected it to have. It if did. you think about it, and uh, I mean. I implore you to listen to what we said uh, on the last episode where we did the recap of night one and we, we kind of teased night two. Um, one of the, one of the three of us said, what if Cody doesn't win? And apparently nobody was ready for that <laughs> because <laughs> Short of Taker's streak being ended by Brock Lesnar, people lost their shit. And keep in mind, they did everything to make it feel like Cody was going to win. Yes. Solo interfered twice before he was removed from ringside. The Usos came out. Then we had Sammy and Kevin come out to take out the Usos. Cody hit him with the, is it the crossroads? Is that his finisher? Crossroads. More than once he hit him with that. I think the only move we didn't get from him was the Cody cutter, which is, I fucking love. I think we did get a Cody cutter. I think there was a Cody cutter there. Early, I don't think, I think it was early on. I think it was early on. I know he tried. He tried for the Cody cutter at one point, and I think. He has a he has some sort of kick that he does off the ropes, which is similar not mm-hmm. not similar, but like the same setup. Right. Um, and Roman like basically got rid like get, just deflected that or inter, you know kind of interrupted it. Um, we got nods to Dusty in there. Yes, yes, good, yes, right. Which I thought was really fucking awesome. Um, and and the match itself was a great match. I thought it was it was well put together. It was yeah. well performed. Um, and then it's not like Roman went over clean. No, not even. Um, <laughs> so here's my take on. It. Initially, I was disappointed. I I did want to see Cody win, mm-hmm. but then I thought in terms of. Um, the Rocky movies. Okay. Rocky doesn't beat Apollo number one. Exactly. Not in comes the back one. in two. Even in three, he loses to Clever Lang in the earlier movie, comes back and beats Clever Lang. Point being, and at the time, this is what I thought they were going to do is play this out for the whole summer, maybe take it to SummerSlam, and you give Cody the belt then. You have right. some one-off matches. You have some six-man. I, I legit wanted to see Cody and um, Sammy and Kevin have some kind of alliance together fighting the bloodline. That I wanted may, to see we, that. Come. We may still get that. But now let's fast forward to the next night. 
Okay, so but overall, let's it's just let's just wrap mania. Um I I too wanted to see Cody win it. I honestly thought it was too obvious, and that's where everybody was. So, like I, you know, before we started rolling earlier, I said, um, with the rumble, they gave us exactly what we expected with Cody. He came in at 30, he won. Uh, not it's not like it was easy, but it was not. He came in at 30, like 30. The guy that comes in at 30 generally wins anywhere from like 28, 29, 30. You're, you're winning the rumble. Um, so I thought the swerve, especially, you know, solo coming back, hitting him with the Samoan spike. Um, and then, you know, Roman had to spear him and do everything he had to and beat literally won by the skin of his teeth. It's not, you know, he didn't. He didn't roll over Cody. He didn't win clean. There was interference, so it was a typical heel win. Um, I am all for. I'm all for what they call the chase. Yeah, the chase happens in every sport. You go let back to the. Let me let me ask you something that I saw going on quite a bit. Do you think that Cody's loss takes away momentum from Cody Rhodes? No. Okay, um good. Good. when I watched what when I watched that though, the after watching Mania, that match, how it ended, yada yada yada. I'm, I'm thinking of ahead the Rocky scenario, because this is gonna play out for a long period of time. Right. It's the it's the chase. It's kind of like mm-hmm. when, you know, the Bulls, Michael Jordan couldn't get past the Pistons. They chased, they chased, they finally get past them. Right. You know, that's kind of scenario. Um I would give that match a four nine. I mean, Fair I enjoyed enough. it. I love all the spots. I like having, you know, uh, Sammy and Kevin come out and attack the, the Uzos. Made sense. Yeah. At that point, like, oh, he's, he's got a fighting chance. He's got it. I, again, initially when I lost, I'm like, oh, man, I was surprised he lost. But then I, I started, started thinking, okay, this could last a good time period. It's the chase. 100%. I, always bring, I always bring out the Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano uh, NXT feud. It lasted a, a, a decent period of time. Mm-hmm. Then finally, Adam won like a best, you know, I think they had a three fall or they had, they had a, a gimmick match towards the end. Adam finally wins the NXT championship. Right. That's old school. That And with Triple H being the guy, head of creative, that's his mentality of the old school. Hey, let's draw it out. Let's have a story. Right. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And uh, as we jump into the Raw after Mania, which I think the only thing we need to talk about is the one big story that happened on Raw. But I still think they left the door open. And first and foremost, um, at the end of Mania, everything happens the way it happens. Our fearless leader always says professional wrestling is at its best when there's more questions than answers. So we left Sunday night with more questions than answers. Like, I mean, honestly, it was, well, now what? Like, what the what the fuck just happened? Right. Um, so we get into raw, we got our, uh, we got our confrontation between the head of the table and, and Cody. And basically, you know, Cody is asking for a rematch on raw. Roman says, no, Cody says, let's do something tonight for these people and run it back in some way, shape or form. So Heyman gives him the stipulation. We'll do a tag match. It has to be someone that wrestled this weekend. And if they choose to partner with you, they can never wrestle Roman for the title again. 
Silence for a minute. Cue Brock Lesnar's music. Place goes batshit crazy. I don't think anybody expected. I know I didn't. Nope. Nobody expected Brock to come out to that. Loved it. Um, well done. Well explained that Brock cannot have a match with with Roman again because of what happened the last time they fought. Um, so it made perfect sense. The guy's got nothing to lose. They did a little vignette with uh, with Solo and 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 that guy there, Roman. Jesus, how did I forget his name? <laughs> Good old Roman. <laughs> Joe. Um, and the wise man. Yes, my tribal chief. Yes, my tribal chief. God, Heyman is fucking good. Um, anyway, Paul, come on the show, please. Uh, you know, it, the whole, did you know? Did you know? Did you know he was here? Did you know? And even Heyman was like, he hasn't been at Raw after Mania in like 23 years. Which I think is true. Oh, yeah, 100%. If anyone knows, it's Paul. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was his he was his advocate for quite some time. Uh so we get the we get to the match introductions, which I also thought was a little bit weird because we don't normally get like those drawn out introductions for a tag team match. Right. But they were really and I mean, I don't want to like pat myself on the back. And I Go can't ahead, do it. Go ahead, do but it. I would be wrong in saying like I'm like I don't trust Brock Lesnar. And Brock's been a face for quite some time now. Was I surprised they did that to Cody? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Was I surprised that they did that to Cody? Mm, not really. You know, like, it seemed to make sense. Um, not surprising actions by Brock Lesnar. Lesnar proceeds to beat the fuck out of Cody Rhodes. <laughs> That's a... I wish I could say it a different way, but that's really just beat the shit out of him. So where does Cody go from here? Does, does well, Cody, now, get... To your previous question, does Cody lose some of that luster getting the little no. shit out of him? I don't, I don't think so. Um, and I'll, and I'll take it. Something I said to you before we were, you know, when we were texting Bobby to make sure that, you know, he wasn't being raped in a ditch by a meth head. Um, but it's just a shout out to the hangover. But if he's been murdered by crystal meth tweakers, then we're shit out of luck. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, I saw, I saw a tweet that said, if you think that Cody losing on Sunday takes away from, or makes you jump ship from Cody Rhodes or not believe in Cody Rhodes anymore, that's exactly why he needed to lose at WrestleMania. Um, because the build is still coming and the buildup is still of Cody Rhodes is still coming. Um, I think we get Cody and Brock. I, and, and to be honest with you, I think, I think Roman's going away for a little bit. I don't know a hundred percent on that one, but I think, I think, um, that's why they're kind of taking the, 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 the spotlight and putting it on Cody and Brock as opposed to Cody and Roman, because if we're losing Roman for a little while, Got to have him doing something, and Cody and Solo is not what I want. I, I, you give me that once, I'm good. Like there's nothing there. So, uh, again, I'll go back to what I said earlier. I still think they left the door open for Cody, Sammy, and Kevin to 
join forces because they talked a lot about who does Cody, who can Cody trust? Where does Cody go? Like as soon as Brock turned on him and it was like, who can he trust in this locker room? And like kind of left him as no friends. Um, I still think that Kevin and, and uh, Sammy and Cody will, will team up in some way, shape or form. But no, I don't think that was a very long winded answer. No, I don't think it takes anything from Cody. I think it will legitimize him a little bit more because once he overcomes Brock, not for nothing. If you can beat Brock Lesnar, I think you can beat Roman Reigns. It took Roman three tries to beat to beat Brock, three, four tries before he finally got past that mountain. And we have the Roman Reigns that we have now. So if you get over, you know, Brock Mountain. Weird fucking way to put that. Um, Brock Mountain, Brock Mountain, man, Brock <laughs> But I think you know Cody gets past Brock, and I kind of, I kind of like the the Rocky reference that you're given too, because when you look at Cody and Brock next to each other, does Cody really look like he can beat Brock Lesnar? No. I mean, Brock Lesnar is a shy of Braun Strowman and Omos. Brock Lesnar is an enormous fucking human. He's a big dude. He's a big bad bear. Big he bad bear. A, he a, he, wow. Wow. I, I almost got to go walk it. Wow. That was crazy. You know, anyway, but no, Brock is just a badass human being that I would never want angry at me. And we've seen what he's done when he shoots in the ring. He's a my only fear is, is that caveat that everybody keeps talking about Vince's has final say over creative. And I'm yeah. wondering if that is subliminally hindering my judgment on the whole way, the way they ended the raw last night. <laughs> I think, <clears throat> I think we got to let this play a little bit. I know that there were a lot of unconfirmed quote unquote, reliable sources saying that, you know, Vince had, changed a lot of shit on the show last night. Vince was kind of in control of Raw. Um, although I did see a counterpoint to that saying, you do realize that Vince has always been in charge of Raw after Mania, and none of them have sucked. So, that's like... Right. Yeah. Fair. But anyway, but I think... So now we have to kind of see where they go. And And again, I take it back to the professor always saying, when there's more questions than answers, that's what you want. Um, I just hope that some of the answers, some of, like we get some of the answers to some of the questions and the shit makes sense. That that's kind of where I'm at. I just I haven't, I haven't jumped ship on it yet because for the past, how many ever months, years, whatever it's been with what we've been getting, you know, they, they've gained my trust again. So I'm going to get, I still, I feel like we should give them the benefit of the doubt for a little while until, unless the product again, goes to shit. Then you're like, fuck, what happened? What did we I mean, do? if I tune in next week and, and Cody is wrestling, um, me, you or Steve Lombardi or something like that. I'm like, all right, there's something, something's wrong here. Yeah, so, Something's going awry. Yeah. And I was, and the, so. the subplot to the bloodline is, What's happening with the Usos? Right, because they got sent home. Right. Or sent so, to the jet, I should say. Roman 
sent them to the jet. Um, so, which again, <clears throat> I I will go back to what we said on the on the first recap show uh, of night one, and by we I mean me. It gives him the power over them because he still he retained and they did not. So, what do we get now? Especially if Roman goes away, and if Roman is going away for whatever reason, there there's a lot of questions. See, this is just it because if Roman does go away, like I'm hearing rumors of, is Brock gonna kind of take the helm of all of this shit? Is Heyman is Heyman back with Brock? Like, did Heyman have something to do with? The turn last night. What do we do with the Usos? That'd be a good caveat if he was behind. Hey, I hired Brock for the night, and then Brock goes away, or that he would injury. They do something that you, you don't. You know, to your point though, there's more questions and answers, which is going to make you gotta keep watch. watching. Yeah, got to watch. That's it. Which is the the difference right now between let's. Lay on the table. They're between both companies. Is I want to. I, I want to see what you do next week. WWE prides himself on being episodic every week, and that yeah. is episodic. Okay, I got to tune in next week. It's like Law and Order. I got to tune in next week. It happens. Right. AW. Let's all go to court. Done. But but that's you know. The difference between AWWE yeah. is AEW hasn't developed that part of the business where you can draw something out for at least eight months, six to eight yeah, months. They're not, they're not there yet. And I but you know, they are keeping up they've got something going with the, the um black label um the blood sports, whatever it's called, they're Moxley and those guys. That's they I would keep that faction together. Black label society? Is that what you were gonna say? Yes, Zach Wilde's band Zach Black Label. Band? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Quick side note. I used to work for a rock station, and we did a show called Edge Fest, the last Edge Fest that ever went on in the Capital Region. And our headline, one of our headliners was Black Label Society. They were the scariest group of sons of bitches you'd ever seen in your life. Their security were bikers. Really? Uh, Zach Wilde and every – like, Zach came out with a towel. Like, they escorted him with a towel over his head, so you couldn't tell it was him. And the show actually happened right before Zach got the blood clot. He had the blood clot issues. Right, right, right. And was in the hospital for quite some time. But like, and then, uh, so we're hanging out. I was watching the show side stage. And uh, I used to go by Fokker on the radio, by the way. Oh, Fokker. Fokker. So uh, I'm standing there and I have a staff shirt on, right? It says radio station on the front. On the back, it says staff. I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around and I'm looking at a man's chest. And I'm like, hi there. Where's management guy name that he mentions? I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> right? It was, it was Zach? Like immediately. I'm just like, it's right there. <laughs> so he goes over. So what it was was the road manager was looking to get paid before Black Label Society had gone on. Manager was trying to put that off. For whatever reason. Oh, no kidding. So my guy, my boss, comes over. He goes, what the fuck? You couldn't make something up? I looked at him, and I was like, did you see the size of that man? <laughs> I was like, first of all, I couldn't tell him that I didn't work here because I had a fucking staff shirt on. <laughs> Second of all, he was like 6'5". He was scary-looking dude. And I was like, 
I wasn't lying to that guy because he was going to come find me later on. So I just pointed you out. And my boss was just kind of like, it sucked. I was trying to avoid paying them immediately. He's like, but I understand why you did what you did. Fair enough. So, and Zach anyway. Wild, wrestling fan. Who's Zach? I think so, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't he he shouldn't be. He, he probably should be, though. Yeah, they all seem to fit the pro wrestling demo relatively yeah. well. Um, but I digress. <laughs> um, yes, the 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 black Blackpool. That's it, Blackpool. And with Danielson joining last week. I mean, I, I liked it. I yeah. liked it, but you brought the point of hey, he was just on TV two weeks ago, yeah, saying that he was done, but then you bring him out. But the, I that's oh, that's yeah, that's neither here nor there. Although I was very much reminded of uh, Daniel Bryan joining the well, now Bryan Danielson, but Daniel Bryan joining the Wyatt family for a while it was very. I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was it was very very familiar. Let's just put it that way. Um, but it's not to don't I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression that Frank and I, the Demi boys, are. Uh, trying to shit on any promotion. Uh, there is a place for for both products, I think. No, you um, said it best the other day. You said, you know, we're, if we, we're going to call it like we see it. If we see something good, we're going to say it. Yeah. If we see something bad, we're going we're gonna to say it. Yeah. I th- Personally, I think they attract, both companies attract different wrestling fans. They really do. And for some reason, though, both fan bases can't seem to support the other fucking product. Like, they're trying to recreate the Monday Night Wars. And I remember being a fan of that time period. We would watch both of them. Yeah. You'd watch Raw, and then you would switch back and forth, or yeah. you'd watch Nitro on the replay. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, but I, I feel like either the fan bases are trying to recreate something that's not going to happen, no. um, and, and certain people within that other company are trying to kind of like push that button and, and, you know, egg, they're kind of like they're poking the bear. And I don't think that's the smartest idea to do because you're not there yet. And you're not ready. You're not, for that. You're not there. You can't recreate history. You can't, you're not going to bring back Hulk Hogan. You're not no. going to bring back the rock. It's the, you got new stars. You got to create your own identity. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just it where you have the lane for your product. So stay in your lane. Right. Let, you know, AEW stay in their lane. Let WWE stay in their lane. Not for nothing. Has anyone taken WWE down? What for eighty-three days? Isn't that <laughs> that, that was, was like that, that was, was it. it? That was so it. That, eighty-three weeks. They had the ratings war. Oh, 80, 83 weeks, not eighty-three days. Regardless, it's but they they were, but that's what made it fun. I mean, you you didn't hate the other company. You you watched the other company. It was a great time to be a wrestling fan. Right. And and it should be like that now, but you got these daggers every now and then from the bowels of other companies. And it's like, ugh. you don't need I don't think you need that. I think you can just, you know, I saw someone saying, you know, uh, AW going head is the first company in 20 in two decades to, you know, go at WWE. And I don't think that you need to do that. I again, I think it's kind of like you got the NFL in the XFL and the USFL, um, the XFL, we're not, we won't talk about that, but the USFL, they're not taking shots at the NFL. They're just kind of, although they are taking shots at the, at the XFL, 
right. in their ads. I don't know if you've seen that, but they, they are. They have. They have. At the end of the day, guys need jobs. I mean, that's, yeah. dude's got to work. If one of the others not around, there's a lot of people looking for jobs, and there's only so many areas you can work on the indie scene. You know, it's well, it's just not the on-screen talent. It's the guys holding the cameras. It's the guys, right. the locker room right. guys. You know, everybody. So. You got. Yeah, well, and that's that. That's just it. You got a lot of talent in AEW. They're all working. I, you know, you can't hate on the fact that AEW has provided these guys with jobs. And right. it's and you, like, I think Cody. Well, I know Cody said it, but uh, it was it was like a week and a half, two weeks prior to Mania, and and Roman tried to cut him down by saying he ran away, and and went to AEW and 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 started AEW or whatever. And Cody was like. Yeah, I'm not really ashamed of that because I was able to do that and was able to make uh, was able to allow the boys and girls to make more money in this business. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah, he's 100% right. So, you know, if you listen if you don't like if you don't like the show, you don't have to watch the show. No. But I, mean, I don't really think anyone gives a fuck about your opinion. No. <laughs> like no, you're right. You know, like, uh, but that's just it is. And, and I, I want to try to look at us. We did almost an hour. Um, try to wrap this up. Um, I I don't think people understand that. Like, it's okay to have an opinion and not tweet that shit out. Like, if you don't like MJF, you don't have to, at, you know, tweet about them. You don't have to say anything about them. Like, they're human beings, too. And you're man i sound like forgive me to get off my soapbox here in a second but it's like you know you see that shit and so if they read their stuff not everybody's got that thick skin that can deal with you know people talking shit about them especially on a constant basis like right and i don't it, I, anyway but i'm gonna watch AEW tomorrow night because yeah. i want to see how they work the ftr young guns match um because if FTR loses, they leave AEW, and the big question will be, are they going back to WWE? I don't think they will, knowing that the landscape's kind of changed. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if they land up at NXT. They, they probably want to work in multiple companies. I mean, that's right. that's yeah. kind of their deal. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, well, we I shall we shall see. And you know what's going to happen? I'll go back to what I just said, boys and girls. We'll we'll watch the show. And we'll text each other. Probably, yeah. And what we text each other will never come out. We're no. not going to talk about it. We're not going to. No. Listen, unless it's horrendous and it deserves the attention of us and our energy. Like Mania and Raw deserved our energy. It, right. you know, that's why we had Steve fall on. That's why we did a recap of night one. That's why you and I got lambasted into fucking doing this episode by ourselves. <laughs> just we just got we got horn swoggled into this one hey um, but not for nothing i think we did pretty good um but yeah we'll so we'll we'll have our inner working conversations and we won't we won't come on here and blast it out to everybody or tweet it out to everybody or fucking leak it to Meltzer. gives a fuck dave listens to the show anyways so dave say what you want yeah go ahead Listen, if we make the dirt sheets, you and I, that's pretty fucking fantastic. It, <laughs> it, they, it may make the show, make the, 
dirt sheets because of the third member, the the, the man who has his name no, attached to the show is not on it. So there yeah. might be some questions and answers. We just or more questions a, and answers. We just did a Stern show without Stern. Like really? That's true. So and it was like Ed McMahon and Doc Severson doing the Tonight Show, minus Johnny Carson. Right. Right, 100%. You're Ed McMahon, by the way. hey See, I told you. Let's wrap it up with this. The big news yesterday was what? The big news was the uh, the, the new ownership of WWE. Huge. Huge. Huge news. Dude, did you... I, and, I, and obviously, we want to wrap, but did you think $21 billion? If memory serves me correct, I think he bought it from his father for a million. Back in the 1980s. With an M. Yes. With an M. Yes. yes. And so now put, we're talking 21 billion. B. Yes. Like B. Brian Blair. 21 so billion. He, I think, mortgages to put another mortgage on his house to fund the very first WrestleMania. If that didn't go well at all, right. we're not here talking about recapping night two WrestleMania 39. No, we're not, and we're not, we're not talking Monday Night Wars. We're not talking AEW versus WWE. We're, no one knows who. We're not talking Cody Rhodes. We're not talking. We're not talking. We're, 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 we're talking. Not. We're, we're talking. We're not doing this podcast. So, so put that. I mean, people can say what they want about Vince McMahon, but to have that longevity to go through the steroid trial and everything else, and then at the end, hell, he was in a controversial issue in back in July with the scandals. Yeah. Yeah, he had and to they come that. out of it with this. It's like, man, I don't want to call him a genius. Well, yeah, he's a genius. Like him or hate him, <laughs> he took the right life. He is a genius businessman. And arguably, he probably has, aside from Bobby, the greatest mustache of all time. I'm going to uh, respectfully disagree with that yeah. um, because I think he looks like a, an old. 1920s vaudeville villain. He just like he looks hey, like he, hey. he, looks, he looks like he should be tying a woman to the train tracks. <laughs> like that's that's all well, that's that's I what I that's the vibe it. I got from that mustache. And I was like, and it looks crooked. I don't know if that's his it face. Is it is crooked. But it, I'm it, like, it, you don't have a groomer. Yeah, <laughs> I just uh, we just uh, had a deal with the UFC and we're one thing. Like, like, dude. You don't have a someone to. You don't have a barber. You know, like somebody tell the man this beard, his mustache is off crooked. Can't. That's one of the things. That's one of the things that you know about that guy is he's surrounded with yes men. But yeah, yeah. Vince, the, the stash looks fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. One. Michael Hayes is like, no, it looks good. Dope, looks dope, 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 dope. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go. Let, let's get the hell out of here. I think uh, overall mania was. Let's not go number ratings. I'm gonna go. It was a solid A. I'm gonna agree. Okay. Fair I enough. thought it was one of the better ones. Although, although last year was pretty good. This year, I mean, anytime you put that many people in the stands for two days and you keep their attention. And they're on it. You're doing something right. 100%. Raw, different story. But you know what? You made a good point, though. We're, we're going to watch the say, though. Yeah. You changed, my, you changed my opinion. 
they have i think they've earned the right for the benefit of the doubt i think they because they've been giving us good shit for a while now so i love good shit let's give it some time uh frank it was fun that was that was good stuff we did it yeah bobby will be on the I, I swear bobby will be on the next episode tentatively um, once it happens so you know but uh bobby we're with you and don't have no fear mr fish the boys held it down tonight uh, say, there he is there he is cameo from the demi award uh say good night bobby well, say good night bobby doesn't work here so just say good night bobby good night bobby, bobby. Like, <laughs> good night, bobby. <laughs>